love you. Welcome back, you sexy couch potatoes. I am the green traveler from Gorsh, and sometimes I wish I was born a woman. Sometimes, don't we all? Sometimes. I am the faceless Leon, your favorite amorphic being, and... (laughs) I love all you curly coos and and French fries. I love y'all, no matter sh- all shape and size. So you just you just killed them all and fried them up, huh? Yeah, they're scrumptious. I mean, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I was just I was just imagining them all just sitting raw on the couch. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, they were shit until I <laughs> they were. chopped them up and fried them up. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys thought that uh the green traveler was a scary one. Yeah, well, they yeah, that's human race for right, for you right there. I'm yeah. going to say that again because I said I said human race really weird. That's the human race for you right there. <laughs> that's the human race for you. The human the human race. <laughs> oh, well, today we're today we're talking uh three musical icons and not only yeah. Three musical icons, but uh, three powerhouse uh, female icons as well. Yes, yes, they all all amazing in, in my book in their own rights. Uh, Agreed. I almost forgot. This is a podcast about movies and TV, and now that we got that out of the way, uh- <laughs> yeah, I keep uh, I keep like seeing how much further I can push that through the yeah. episode. Like yeah, Wonder Woman. I think I got it to about three and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, just like someday it'll be like halfway through a whole movie review, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is a podcast." <laughs> this is a podcast about movies and TV, and I think this one broke the record, Greg. Um, yeah, my closing statement. <laughs> <laughs> my closing statement. Oh yeah, uh, safe travels, and this is a podcast about <laughs> movies and TV. <laughs> Oh, well, the our powerhouses. Our powerhouses. Yes. We got Dolly Parton yes. with Dolly Parton, Here I Am. Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga, Five Foot Two. And Beyonce and Black is King. Queen Bay. Yeah. You know, I was really excited to do this one, and I still yeah. am. Um, but I, I honestly, this is like all of these films are completely different than what we usually talk about. So yeah, so it is. They're all, it's they're interesting. All, yeah, two of them are documentaries. One's uh, right. you know, here I am is a traditional documentary. Five foot two is more of a behind the scenes look, and then yeah, Black is King is just a visual album. So like they're all all very yeah. different. From I what wouldn't we normally say just. Watch. It is like probably the best visual album I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I, I never actually I... sat through the wall, but I I would imagine this is better. This is amazing. Yeah, I I I have sat through the wall, and I will say that this is much more enjoyable to watch than that. There is a lot of enjoyment to be had from the wall. Uh You just have to be on certain substances. Yes. Well, uh, we said we were going to start with Dolly, and yes, um, but I I feel like we've already gushed on uh, Black is King. I I I I still want to save it for later. Let's save it for later. Um, Yeah. 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 Let's go uh, into Dolly Dolly Parton. Here I am. Here uh, did I you wanna am. why don't you tackle Dolly? Why don't I tackle Dolly? Dolly 
Dolly has been around for quite some time, um, and she still looks damn gorgeous. Uh, she's got a, uh, this this particular film is you know about how she got started, how she had to work hard to make it in an industry that was ran by men in a period where women's rights was what do I want to say at a at a tipping point. Men had full control, but women were more vocal. That's right. But she's still, you know, there's still a lot of fighting that needed to take place. She definitely was a symbol for that. And uh, her persona, too. This movie does talk a lot about her persona. Like, to counter her to Lady Gaga, she her perform, her persona is still Dolly Parton, while... Lady Gaga is like a completely different amalgamation. I feel yeah, like it's a statement. Yeah, she's a statement of control. Right. You know, she used she used her image as more of like a, I still have some form of command over my situation, my surroundings. Yes. Whereas Dolly, Dolly, her command was just in being herself and not right. letting the industry tell her what she could and couldn't be. That's right, and um, she she goes into talking about there's this one particularly interesting story about when her uh parents took her into town and there was uh this woman that uh dressed and you know pretty dresses and walked a certain way and she said oh mommy that lady's so pretty and her mommy's just like well she's just trash you know she decided to model her persona off of this person because she saw beauty and power in in the way that this woman uh portrayed herself i think that kind of just speaks to what the whole movie is about uh is to you know be as proud as possible really yeah i think when you look at here i am the movie itself the the documentary i came away that the story is great yeah there's a lot to talk there's a lot to talk about with the character and i'm sure we will talk about the character a lot mm-hmm. of dolly parton that is but overall I, I don't watch as many documentaries as you sure and the reason is i get bored because they're all textbook they're all right. very very much the same formula where you yeah. you 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 focus on a, a life story and you cut it up with a bunch of funny interviews and some b footage and newsreel footage and it's like they all play out the same that i get bored with it you know i get bored with that that formula yeah this is definitely a formulaic documentary with with interviews and um the everything you said really uh much more than yeah like like you said lady the gaga five foot two is more of like a hey follow me behind the scenes kind of thing which is very entertaining to watch uh we'll get into that when yeah. we, when we yeah. cover it but i really enjoyed what lady gaga did because it was a fresh it's kind of like a fresh take on a documentary it looked mm. into the character rather than just explored the life sure and that's not to say that's not to say here i am doesn't look into the character of dolly because it does a great job at that mm. uh it's just that 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 style of telling a story just just falls flat on me you know i sure. can read it you know, I could read a family saga. That's that's great. Just seeing it on a documentary style, I just don't know why. I just can't focus on it. Sure. But that's not the that's not to knock anything against this movie because it's it's well delivered, and again, the character is great. 
You right. know, like I learned so much about Dolly I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, you know, her friendship with Jane Fonda was uh, like I I knew they were in that movie together, but I didn't know how yeah. how good of friends they were. Um, that was a lot of fun to see, and 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 yet, what's interesting about it is that Jane felt like she still didn't really know Dolly. Like she had such a great time with her and, you know, they would have, they would have sleep forwards while they were filming and, and <laughs> writing the film. And, and they, uh, all, they all like, she'd come in with like a new stanza of nine to yeah. five every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, it was her and I forget that other actress that was in nine, uh, nine to five with them. Uh, but they, she's, she's in Frank and Gracie or is it Frankie and Grace? <laughs> I don't remember. It's a Netflix film with Jane Fonda and this in this uh, this other actor. I'm sorry, I forget uh, your name off the top of my head. But uh, they they kept on going back and forth to their both of their interviews talking about yeah <laughs> Dolly, how fun Dolly was, and I, I it kind of made me want to know Dolly. She seemed like a really right? good time. Yeah, yeah, she seems like a really interesting person to hang around with. Like yeah. especially the story with like her uh her relationship with her husband who like is completely just like he's not in the limelight at all he just yeah. <laughs> no there, there's a moment it's kind of silly but at the same time it's funny when they're uh when they mention his name and i don't remember his name it's like carl something yeah i think it's uh, carl thank you but right. it's just like they cut to all the interviewer or all the inter- people being interviewed and they're just like carl who what who is that yeah. guy you yeah know, yeah it, one guy was just like that sounds familiar but i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so funny because he just stays so much out of the limelight that you know people don't know him he's so much the opposite of who dolly parton is she's right. so very uh very upfront and very vocal that you're just like you know her i did think one of the funny things was whenever they were talking to people about her in the interviews because there's there's something there, there's two things that uh, Dolly is known for. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> she's got a you know a great set of lungs. Uh-huh. And, it, and whenever they talk to these people, like especially the men, whenever they talk to it, you could see that the, like most of them were trying to steer around. Right. Her boobs, yeah. Like, how do we not talk <laughs> about her boobs? You know, it's like oh god. You know, it's like how do I get around this situation without mentioning like looking like a pervert? And then they yeah. cut to one of her managers. They cut to like her manager All from like right. this. Uh, 70s to the 2000s or whatever i don't remember yeah. who it was but he was just like you know she was beautiful she was busty she was and i was like thank you one guy who just straight up mentioned it <laughs> she yeah she honestly cracked some pretty fucking great jokes about her boobs over the years and um i yeah. though i do feel kind just of weird whole... talking about her boobs i have to be perfectly honest uh oh, oh just on. because i i did look it up uh it's carl thomas dean is her husband thank you name. carl dean yeah, I was thinking like the only name I could think was Carl Rove, and I'm like, no, he's politics. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember this guy's name, but no, it's uh, it, she has a lot of good jokes about just her image in general. You know, she's right. she opens up the the whole movie opens up with her talking. She's like, I'm, you know, I'm Dolly Parton. I know I look all artificial and scary, but on the inside, you know, I'm I'm cute and warm, and I don't I don't know the actual words. Yeah, but she's yeah, it, it, it's great because it's it, it's true. She does look different than what she looked back in the day but at the same time she's still the same beautiful doll yeah you know, she's but still... she also she almost always wore wigs like that's yeah, just yeah. part of her image you know yeah but it's just now she's you know she's just she's got a beautiful voice she's got amazing songs and just superb talent 
Right. And she used her platform to help so many people. It still does. Yeah, exactly. I feel like her philanthropy. Oh man, I'm not gonna say that word right. Um, her her <laughs> her goodwill and giving to others, I feel like wasn't as highlighted as I thought it would be in this film. Right. Especially because this film just came out last year. It's a 2019 movie. Oh, I guess that was two years ago now. Nah, I mean it's just it's like the third. Yeah, it what? didn't come out. It, it didn't come out New Year's Day. Yeah, it didn't come out New Year's Day. So it, sometime 2019, <laughs> and I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> well, you were talking about how her philanthropy is not yeah. really focused on, and yeah. I agree because I thought you know because just this just last year you know she uh, what she do for COVID she uh, she donated she paid a, for a lot of vaccines or something right she donated a shit ton of money towards the research and the money the her money ended up going to one of the three vaccines that we're currently using i think there's three right now right and it's just like the the people who are using their money for those good causes like bill yeah. gates and her like there's a lot to be said about about bill gates but we're not going to get into that right, but like yeah. Yeah. you know she's she's been giving this platform and all of this uh power finance you know so much so much credibility that she can just swing around and she uses it for good causes still. Right. You know, it's, yeah. She shows her ignorance a little bit throughout the movie where, you know, like, uh, there's a moment where she's talking about uh, homosexuals and cross dressers and she seems a little put off by them, but at the same time she's like, No, they're just they're just enjoying my music. There's nothing to yeah. you know, there's no hatred or anything, like Well, she like her background is she lived in pretty isolated in the I think I can't remember. She's Tennessee. Yeah, she's from Tennessee, dummy. And it shows a little bit, but just because uh, you know she's not completely a, just because she doesn't completely understand, she still loves them and they're still right. there to enjoy her music and she's gonna give them everything that she can right. to make them happy and have yeah. a good time. I did. I did like how she said that a lot of my fans and a lot of my my friends are gay and um, she. She then and, and I feel like that was at that moment where I kind of did feel like she didn't know exactly, um, not not that she didn't know what to say, but she didn't. I, there was something there. I, I will agree. It's an uncomfortability about how to talk right. about it. Also, she's yeah, she's, you know, she's quite she's getting up there, and she's been around for a long time. And when she was a little girl. I mean, it was not okay. I, yeah. I I mean, you know, from our standpoint, it was okay. The rest of the world just needed to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but people people yeah. got killed for for being gay, and so it's a completely yeah. different world now. And just just the fact that I I want to say she's in her seventies, and I I should know <laughs> this, saying that we just watched this film. But anyways. Saying that a woman of her age would even be willing to consider that, that's yeah. that's progress in the world, I think. Um, yeah. I no, yeah, just because she's just because she's not completely in the know about everything, you know, PC right. she still cares and she's still interested in learning and uh, just being kind to everybody so like right yeah you know, she was as she said she wasn't singing just for like one specific person she's singing for everybody in the room yeah yeah you know, she's trying to make she's trying to make everybody happy 
and at the same time she's trying to deliver good messages like so many of her songs have important messages behind them you know like just to think of one off the top they talk about the the first you know song that i guess was a hit dumb blonde or something like that what is it Dumb I think it like was me. Dom Blonde. Uh, and I, I don't think that she actually wrote that one. I think somebody wrote no, that one for her. But she, said, but she said she should have. Yeah, yeah, she did say that. And uh, <laughs> I think a, a lot of people just think that she did because she wrote. Yeah. She writes most of her songs. Yeah, because it's it's a very pointed, like, you know, everybody looks at her and thinks she's just supposed to be a dumb blonde. But right. when you when you look at her songs, you, you see all of the you know, the beauty and uh, intelligence that she's got put all into that and right. the, her philosophy behind all the words. And, you know, it's all wonderfully told and wonderfully meant. You know, she, she, again, great person all around, just just a boring documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I do watch quite a few documentaries. Um, yeah, they're, up, they're more up your alley than mine. I never thought to critique a documentary. Uh, until it's I hard to. until I uh, you know suggested these three, but this is not. I wouldn't say this is a boring documentary. I feel like maybe we're kind of moving towards closing statements. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that's fine too. Um, so, in closing, I I would I would argue against that this isn't a boring documentary because I like I said I do watch quite a few and sometimes they can really put you to sleep. and um this one did not do that i was you know excited to learn about dolly all the way through and uh you know it had enough humor in it not many documentaries are pretty humorless and uh it it also uh highlighted a good amount of her music and uh i did appreciate being able to listen while learning about her as well uh because you know it's not like i'm the biggest dolly parton fan in the world i think she's a really interesting person and i do like her music uh but country really isn't my for my forte uh but being able to see the musics that, that that i do recognize be talked about in the context of when it was written and produced was really interesting and for that, I do appreciate this being a standard documentary because I feel like all the time that what it spanned, it, that that format lends well to that. But yeah. all in all, I I mean I I do I do think for their innovation in, innovation that's a fucking frozen <laughs> meal that me and my wife eat. Uh, the innovativeness. <laughs> <laughs> of uh the other two films do outweigh this one this one you know it is it is a pretty standard cut but i still will give it a full face like i feel like if you want to know about dolly go watch this Uh, you'll you'll learn a lot it did its job i give it a i give it three out of four stars it is a competent documentary yeah it's it's a competent documentary it's it's very knowledgeable it has again the, the interviews are funny uh, I do think every single celebrity in the world talks in riddles, and it's <laughs> quite annoying. Like 
every single interview in in this and in the Lady Gaga movie, they're all talking like they're all philosophers, and it's like just uh, shut up and say what you mean. Like they're yeah. all like so afraid to like just go out and just cut a throat. You know, it's like no, just go out and say somebody's name or drop the bomb, whatever you want to say, just say it. And they're all dancing around playing riddles. It's, it's just so weird sometimes watching these documentaries because like they'll, they'll cut to Jane Fonda and she'll say something, and I'll be like, what did you mean by that? What, did, what does that even mean? Like, I don't remember. I don't have specific. I didn't write anything down. Okay. I just remember there's so many times where they would cut away from an interview. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but going away from that, it, it is, it's, it's a very interesting story. And I was interested through it throughout the whole thing. I was sleepy right. uh, for a lot of it. But I, I stayed awake. I didn't fall asleep. And, you know, I, again, I learned a lot about this amazing woman who like you i'm not a i'm not a country music fan right but hers is hers is the kind of country i would listen to right you know i do occasionally i do occasionally have a country song on you know more like willie nelson style like older right. uh country yeah. like that i i but, do really like willie nelson's music too um yeah i i so a little sidebar here i'm sorry i'm cutting into your closing statement a little bit but like not not to hate on country music fans, but for me, her and Willie songs like they just have so much more meaning to them yeah. than uh, what you would get on your average radio station nowadays. I feel like yeah, yeah. Modern country from like the '80s on has become just monotonous drivel, in my right, opinion. Right, right. There was it's I do think the there was some good shit. stuff in the '90s. Like when we were yeah, growing there, up. Well, there's like Garth yeah, there's Brooks always gonna be good stuff. stuff. There's always gonna be good stuff, but I feel like there's not much in that genre to explore, and nobody has no. figured out good way to explore it. You know, it's well, kind of just sounds, become the same. The sound is is okay. I like I like the sound well enough. I think yeah. that uh, you just need to have good songwriters like Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> writing the songs and, like, and performers also. Right. I feel like most of the, most of the male country voices in particular have all become the same. Right. And yeah. it's just so, it's so annoying. Some variety would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you a, know, again, I haven't been, I haven't been paying attention to right. the country music industry in the last few years. So I have, I have actually heard a lot more newer country artists who are pretty good. Oh, that's uh, good. But Going back to going back to this uh, closing statement though is, you know, three out of four stars, competent documentary, uh, good, good subject. It, you know, again, learned a lot about Dolly Parton that I never knew, and I'm I'm happy I did because, you know, she is a powerful woman, mm-hmm. and it's you know I think those are women or those are people that we need to be focusing more on going forward. You know, we need to yeah we need to keep promoting uh, true equality. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, well, I had something to say that, but I think you pretty much nailed it. With uh, we need to yeah. celebrate. That's the word I wanted to say. Uh, we need to celebrate, celebrate. Uh, people who just who work so hard to be inclusive. We need we yeah, need go, to to celebrate that. Yeah. Going back to something from last year that I hated so much that I don't think got enough attention how much I hated it. The Tiger King. So many people talked and watched the Tiger King or is it, it that is the that is the right show, right? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's it, what is. I'm thinking of. yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't be promoting people like him. 
That's a real life story that I think honestly could have just got completely ignored and I'd be happy with it. <laughs> but people but people paid attention to it. He's a huge icon now that people actually do listen to. A lot of weird crazy people out there will listen to anything he says just like, you know, the man in the White House. Jeez. But and that's and that's why, you know, it's like we we promote such bad stories like that. That people are just like, this, you know, and it was so well told that people are just like, yeah, this is great. Let's latch on to this. No, um, let's latch on to stories like this. Let's latch on to stories like Dolly Parton, damn it. Like <laughs> somebody who fights through an industry and emerges as like one of the most vocal and powerful uh, female orators of the right. last century. Right. I It did. I don't know what kind of... Uh political message she might have in her new show but she does have a new show called dolly parton's heartstrings i believe is what it's called and i did this documentary did make me want to check it out nice you know i I, at the very least to watch an episode or two just to just to get a feel for it but i I hope she does you know saying that it came out this year that year that that horrible year I would hope that she has some kind of strong message to go along with it. Well, let's uh let's move on to Lady Gaga, five foot two. Ooh rah, rah rah rah. Yeah. Ooh rah rah. Ah, ah. <laughs> is that what you? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? I was, yeah, but I did it poorly because I caught you. I caught you in your bad romance. Yeah. You did catch me in my bad romance. Okay, we yeah, did like... not watch this movie to make fun of Lady Gaga. Um, no, I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> I love, I do like her music quite a bit. No, we, I'm more we like talked, her. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we talked, um, we talked, it's complicated not too long ago and how, you know, there's that, that stipulation against romantic right. comedies for men. You know, it's like, you know, it's taboo to say you like a romantic comedy when we're, when we're in high school or, you know, when we were young, you know, it, was, it, it felt wrong. Uh, yeah. That was another thing with Lady Gaga is like, it, you know, it's I unabashedly loved Lady Gaga and I did not care if people knew it. <laughs> like, I loved her music. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought that she was good, but I've always liked her more for the statement that it felt like she was constantly making um, yeah. with her persona. And um, that's what what drew my attention to her, like. So like I I I I agree that she's a great artist, and most of her strong songs are very strong. But that era of pop music really wasn't my thing. It's fair. At the time, I think I, I definitely think she's gotten. I feel like more recently she's gotten better. Like the last. Oh yeah. For me personally, I've you know again I I agree with you that that era of pop's not really my favorite. I love her songs, but at the same time. I'm not playing them, you know, that often. Right. But yeah, I do I do like here. playing her music more recently. I like, you know, what what came from A Star is Born. I love the songs from there. Oh yeah, that's uh, that movie is so good. Even the album, even the album that she's recording or performing during this uh this documentary. You know, it's this is a behind the scenes documentary over the course of like I think a year in her life like from 2017 maybe maybe just a couple months, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it does feel like quite a bit of time passes, but it's it's during the the era where she did the Super Bowl show, and that, had her album Joanne. Yeah, had her album Joanne, and she was in American Horror Story, which the sec for the second time. 
Yeah, um, yeah. And sure there's, uh, little, there's some fun behind the behind the scenes moments there. Right, and that 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 Roanoke season, I I haven't actually no, I did watch the season after that, but that Roanoke season for me is the best season that they they've done of that show. Oh, nice. Uh, from start to I, finish, like nice. I, I I sadly gave up after Freak Show. I, I like yeah, Freak Show. I just I don't know why I just stopped watching after that. Uh, yeah, I would say you could jump right into Roanoke and you'd be, and you'd be good. I didn't really watch all of the hotel one either, but Roanoke was so freaking good, man. Oh shit! You know, I actually watched a, f- a few episodes of the hotel one. I think I stopped watching because of that. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe Lady it's Gaga because I didn't like the season the characters. <laughs> Lady Gaga was one of the main characters in that one, but like I, I but we, so we had caught up at that point. This mm. this is going back in time to our our roommate days, and we we had caught up and we were watching it live on TV, and I think like the third episode really wasn't very strong, and we yeah. had like studies and other shit to do, uh, so we just fell behind, and then you know after you fall behind you can't when during live TV you can't just jump back in, right? You gotta wait until uh, it comes out on Netflix, and then you right. gotta stream it. And- and you know me, I can't stream it. It's just <laughs> <laughs> so. But anyhow, that Roanoke season. If you watch, it's an anthology show, so you don't have to feel nice. committed to. How is the, her? The how is her story. acting in it? It's in, good. In that season. Okay. Yeah, it's good. She's only. She really only has a few scenes, but everybody else is so good. Yeah, here's the thing about her that uh, I get across from this documentary and from her acting, too, is it's just, you know, she is, again, just as powerful as Dolly Parton and Beyonce. I mean, obviously not as powerful. I don't think she has the same clout. Yeah. She has Probably a lot not, of clout. But she she's she just keeps on growing. So Yeah, and, and for good reason. You know, she's an amazing artist. Uh, as I've mentioned, I like more of her more recent stuff when she's you know become less uh less of an image and more of just an artist right uh, not to not to say anything against the image she was setting because this movie explains that a little bit uh you right. know she talks about it talks about how it was her way of you know keeping control over the men who were trying to control her you know there's right yeah she's like kind they... of lost herself to it was it was something i think she was also trying to express that she slightly felt pushed into it like yeah. they they were pushing her to be more high fashion and to push up to pump up the gaga factor as i call yeah. it i don't know what they what what the little monsters call it but um <clears throat> that is what she calls her people that's right that is what she calls them yeah but anyways she seemed to be expressing that she was because they were trying to force her to do that, she took it in the direction of extreme mm-hmm. to 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 show that she was still in control of her image or to at least have some control of her image. But now she's with a new producer. I feel like that's what a big focus of this documentary is, is her trying to find herself again because she got lost in the Gaga. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what that. I think that's what I was about to. I, I stopped oh, because I, I didn't know how to say it. To say that. Yeah, why well, I, I couldn't? I didn't know how to say it, and you said it perfectly. She got lost in the Gaga. She got lost in you know the music, right? You know the industry. Uh, 
as I was talking about with Dolly Parton, you know, I feel like most celebrities are speaking in riddles and I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's just because they're, you know, they're lost from how normal society, like people like you and me talk, you know, they're so used to written script and all, you know, all this celeb and fame. Anything they can say could be a future song lyric. I feel like, (laughs) or, or taken against them or taken against them. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, that's that is a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, you know, if you say something about the wrong or, or something about something around the wrong person, they'll mm-hmm. they'll say, "Hey, guess what Gaga said about uh, Madonna," yeah. which was did come, <laughs> kind of come up. Um, right, it came up a lot. I did. mean, again, it's like everything just becomes a philosophical statement for them. You know, it's just they, they mention something, it's vague, it's poetic, but at the same time, you're like, what are you trying to say? Like, just speak your mind. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. many times that comes across in this. Well, she's also stoned for most of the documentary. But yeah. it did, it so did that, that, that lends to the philo- uh, the philosophy of it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Not that particular moment that I think we're talking about where she's sitting on the curb with uh her producer yeah oh uh, my gosh yeah that i was like i don't know like she's not the person that i thought she was really no like uh so you know you get i feel like you get to know who she is a little bit better than say dolly and the and dolly's doc yeah dolly you get to know about her life you get to know about her life exactly and how other people perceive her and but yet still in Dolly's doc her an interview she still seemed very genuine yeah. and everything and I'm not going to say that uh Gaga doesn't seem genuine in this movie there are some times where I think she does have the feeling okay the camera's on me I should be doing something I feel like that's more because it's in the life of because right. you know there's you know it's just a period of time where there's a camera following her around, so right. I feel I, I agree that it definitely seemed like there was moments where she was just like well I got to play up for the camera right now, but that's that's also just this style of documentary you know she's gonna right she's still being herself but at the same time she is acting a little bit it feels like but I, I know what you're yeah feeling. I know what I, uh, I understand like, what you're getting across there was. There was one particular moment which I don't know if it's honest if it was honestly usual behavior for her where she was at the poolside trying to explain something and she decided to take her top off. Um, yeah. Like that kind of just felt like out of nowhere or maybe, you know, I don't know. You know, there could be a behind the scenes of 5 foot 2 that we don't know about where she was getting pissy with these camera people. <laughs> And yeah. she and and so decided to, uh, like she maybe that was she was hoping that was a private moment with these people, and then they came up and started filming. I don't know, but still, yeah. it it kind of felt like a little a little out of place. Her bef- behavior at sometimes feels out of place, and that could be because yeah. she is is lost. Like this movie is about how how lost she is really. Yeah, and I agree. I agree because that definitely felt like an odd moment. But that's how I took it. Was it felt like a moment where she was lost, where she went, she didn't know. Yeah, you know, she was like, how? If it, it felt more like a get me more attention, 
you know, and I, I hate to say that because that's not that's not what the you know the image I want to paint her as from this documentary because that doesn't seem like the kind of person that she really is. No, but, I don't think it's who she wants to be. Anyways, yeah, but it definitely it definitely felt like that in the moment. Was it felt more like an attention, like maybe like the uh, I I don't know, played up for the camera. So because it was. I do. Ha- I, I I have formulated a thought. I believe. Um, Thank you. I was struggling so hard. <laughs> yes, it's okay. I was too. And anywho, my thought that is worth having. <laughs> um, I feel like because it is a behind the scenes. Hey, uh, let's pick up the camera and just follow her around and see what happens. Yeah. I feel like we as the viewer are expected to know certain things about her life. Yes. Like I, you know, I know Lady Gaga. How can't you know Lady Gaga? She's a household name. Her music's been on the radio for I don't know, what, 15 years? I don't know. Super popular when we were teens, which was her target right. audience. There's no way we didn't know her as kids. Exactly. But I don't know her beyond her songs, the way that she dressed, and the name. That that is that is what I I really knew going in to watching this documentary. So I don't know that it's necessarily a detriment, like because that does drive people to go learn more. You know, and yeah. this is the age of the internet. You can learn something in an yeah. instant. Uh, but I don't think it's a detriment because I feel like they do a good job at explaining aspects of her life that we sure. wouldn't know. Sure, you, know, you do talk... it from the context. For yeah, sure. you, they talk about her exes uh, and right. just in just a way that it doesn't give them the focal point at all. Right. But you understand where she's coming from in regards to you know feelings towards men, feelings towards relationships, right. while as, being a superstar. The human, the human experience. Yeah. yeah. And like I feel like that's that's a lot of the that's the importance. I feel like that was the important uh, message to get across from this whole story was, you know, there's so much pain, physical and emotional, that she goes through mm-hmm. to be the 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 name and the person that she is. And at the same time, she's also fighting back against same thing with Dolly. She's fighting back against male control, right. not only in her life but in in the industry itself. And so there, it does a good job at displaying, you know, all this hardship that she goes through while being a pampered, you know, rich superstar. You know, right. you know there's people all over her 24 seven doing makeup and, you know, it's, you know, it's, she, she has so many privileges. She, she points out she has so many privileges that like with her, uh, she has, uh, I think it's fibromyalgia. Well, she, I know she broke her hip and it's like centered on, centered on that. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't remember if they mentioned or knowing about any actual illness. But yeah, she's in great pain a good portion of the time in, in this film. Yeah. And she has and great trainers and, you know, people doing giving her massages constantly. And, you know, it's, and she remarks that, you know, I feel bad for the people who have the same, you know, problems that I do, but don't have the, right. the privilege that I do. And yeah. so she she acknowledges where she's at in life and still tries to use that to to be a powerful role model. You know, she's right. she stopped being she stopped being so much of the the icon and started being more of the 
the role model and i I thought this movie did a great job at exploring that and and i like the behind the scenes aspect you know it felt it felt a little real yeah you know again with dolly with dolly even though it's a great informative site it felt very you know mundane and kind of yeah not not scripted i feel i feel like there's more scripted moments with gaga than with dolly but sure this one had a liveliness an emotional drive yeah i would totally agree so they they weren't trying anything with with dolly here here i am they they weren't trying anything new there was no experimentation so for that that i do put this above uh that movie and 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 quality uh because it's a lot more fulfilling for the viewer to get to what the movie's supposed to be without the the movie maker holding their hand which is the same as fiction too uh but Mm -hmm. you know it it, it, you definitely get your hand held through the information and and your standard interview documentary but there's nothing wrong with that format it's just what it is but here the 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 documentarist whatever they're called (laughs) uh (laughs) you know he he went out he didn't know if there was gonna actually be a story that developed sure you know it's just a, it's a year in the life of lady gaga or just a few months in the life i don't again i don't know how long this period was and i should mention that the director's name is chris mukerbel mukerbel weird name anyways uh but he found a story through it you know he you know yeah. while while capturing her life through camera for however long you know he he eventually found this this story building up to her super bowl performance you know, a great a great part right. of her career that celebrates you know her entire career. You know, it's a it's a big moment. It's bigger than most of the concerts that she's put on. You know, I mean, I'm sure she performed for more people, but as she said, it's it's a it's a celebration of her whole career. It's it's bigger than what her right. other concerts are. Also, uh, arena concerts are completely different than any other st- yeah. setting. Like that's the. It's the only real setting where you gotta worry about people around you 360 degrees, and and, and I remember watching that concert. Same. I thought it was you know pretty good, uh, but I'm sure it was much better in person. Oh, yeah. I mean, I honestly am not a huge fan of how they film the uh, the halftime shows. I think they could do a lot better. I mean, they have so much time. To <laughs> you also have to take in the fact that they only have like a few minutes to set everything up so with yeah that is true that is true and i mean i i haven't done that job particularly you know stadium or television shit but i have worked uh theater union jobs where you do have to set up shit really fast or tear it down really fast. and what they do is incredible um you know the the ability, yeah. the ability oh, yeah, to set definitely. up this whole stage and get it like hundreds of people, maybe thousands, mm. <laughs> to flood it, like it's it's amazing. But I'm not, I'm also not the person that watches uh, the Super Bowl. There's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be like, what? Yeah, I don't watch, I don't watch it. Either. White male doesn't watch football. I used to catch. <laughs> yeah, right. Same here though. I I do, I do not watch any sports yeah. really. I watch, I watch the, baseball. The traveler watches more sports than yeah. I do. And I and every time he mentions it, I said if I would watch sports, it probably would be baseball. Yep. 
but uh yeah and or you know and i did enjoy watching it with the family growing up like it's not like i hated it in fact i played it uh in high school yeah uh not not for very long uh because a a couple of really good friends got hurt oh no and i realized i realized that i did not enjoy the game enough to not be able to use my body the way i want to use it for the rest of that's fair that's a good point uh like and and i and i already have and i still have knee knee problems from being a lineman it's it's a tough game yeah and i i you know i do give props to those professional players like i don't know how they can keep their body going i remember i remember playing flag football as as a kid (laughs) <laughs> and also and also yeah. like junior basketball i believe like you know little kids playing basketball uh you know i'll watch any sport like i don't i don't mind sports being on the tv i'm just not going to go out of my way to watch it except unless it's baseball like if if i can find a baseball sure. game online or on tv and i have nothing better to do I, I will sit down and watch that any other sport no not really not unless a family member is watching it yeah. and i don't want to change the channel on them uh and you know, I'm sure there was a point that we were trying to well, get the to. halftime. Yeah, the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. It's it's oh that yeah, it's, it's building up show, to that. And yes. I, yeah, it was a long tangent just to say that I too, you know, I didn't watch the football game itself, but the next day I looked up the YouTube show or I looked up the halftime show on YouTube and watched it. Sure. And you know, it wasn't anything amazing to me, but it was a good performance. Like I remember asking my mom right. watched it. I remember asking she doesn't like she doesn't like Lady Gaga. I was one of those artist that i annoyed her with by playing a lot but i remember asking her i was like how was lady gaga's performance she's like yeah it was good you know i didn't mind it and you know, to hear her just not flat out say like i hated it i was like there we go we're making progress we're right. making progress with lady gaga yeah. she's coming around yeah. to her i think i think a star yeah. is born i think go. a star is born definitely uh changed her opinion on lady gaga i think she really liked her yeah i would i would hope so and and you know what i think that's really the direction that she would prefer to go with with her music like i really liked the the tony bennett album oh yeah so good i I think it's a whole album but anyways i know they did a couple songs at least but that's really good yeah i really want to see where her career goes because this film made it obvious i think she made a, a pretty good point herself she said this isn't a quote because i don't have the the, the yeah. you know the telescript in front of me uh she said i got famous when i was a kid and i didn't get a chance to grow up because i was busy being famous now i'm 30 and i want to be yeah. a woman and i that was just the perfect line for what this movie is trying to yeah. represent what it's just a transition in her life and career yeah. and uh, i'm really excited to see where it takes her because i do think she's very talented uh and a smart businesswoman and i just i want to see what happens and i pro and i i i'm also going to go and listen to joanne i have yeah it's yet, a good album but uh, it seemed like my type of music. Yeah, that that and her, you know, obviously, uh, Stars Born soundtrack. Like, highly recommend those. Yeah, I mean, I recommend a lot of her albums. You know, even her older pop stuff, I still like. But you know, again, more of her recent stuff is falling falling more to what I like as a 
in regards to music. Uh, but another aspect, and you know, I think this could just lead into my closing statement. Another aspect of that I really loved about this is they focus on her anxieties. You know, she has she has a lot oh, yeah. of uh, anxiety and stress. You know, her job, yeah, you know, she says you you you, would, you wouldn't think that being rich and famous was you know so hard. Yeah, you know, I don't think she actually says something like that, but there's there's a mention similar to that where right. it's it's you know you, there's just no time to be alone but at the same time there's no body to talk to you know she she struggles with relationships she doesn't know when you know men just like her they just like the money or the artist and that kind of stuff and yeah she's saying she wants to be a woman now she wants to she talks she talks about how she wants to have a family and settle down and just grow become an old singer right you know, just grow old and be that right. woman. And I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did. Re- I really liked that line. That made me and uh, Sarah laugh quite a bit when she said it. Uh, somebody said, "I don't, I, I don't know who the redhead was that she was talking to," but uh, I, she said something about you don't want them to think that you're old, and she's like, "Really? I'm really excited about it." <laughs> <laughs> the old lady singer yeah Yeah, i think i think that would be i really want to i mean i want to grow up and get to have more of that get to watch her yeah exactly i want to see her fulfill or yeah fulfill her her wishes there because i like watching i've liked watching her journey so far and it's fun to see her just continue to grow as a person and as you said this is a great you know behind the scenes documentary you know, it's a different take, different, it was livelier, good, you know, good view of this life that I've already enjoyed, and I'm excited to see go further. It was right. a good transitioning story, and I give it, a, I give it three and a half yeah. stars. You know, very, very entertaining. That's a good score. Yeah, I, it is um, a full face movie, so this is what I'll say. If you're interested in knowing more about Lady Gaga, then you have to do this i don't know if you have to do this first but you have to watch this to because this is i think probably the closest thing to getting to know her personally will be besides becoming friends with her somehow yeah that'd be awesome lady gaga if you hear this Uh, i would love to just talk to you (laughs) like yeah let's be let's just hang out We'll go to uh, where we'll go to where weed's legal, and we'll just smoke a cigarette and have a have a good conversation. Now that she does seem like she would be uh, an interesting one to yeah. be around. Um, I I I feel her pain yeah. in this film. Anyways, you know this film relays it to me really well. And damn, she's still just moving so hard yeah. and still being in all that pain. That is. Yeah heroic so often honorable in a way but i do think that she that she also can have the courage and say i need to step back and be a a slower performer yeah not not a slower performer but not so hard on herself she's not you know yeah she's not young anymore yeah i agree um so often we take uh celebrities for granted you know it's just like you know because it's just they entertain us so it's just like man their lives are so easy they have so much money they can get by and it's just like it's true they do have a lot of money and they have a lot more privileges than you and i do 
but at the same time they're just they're just humans they got their own pains they got their own uh, complexities right. and uh, anxiety issues or mental ho- uh, hookups hooks and yeah, hangups, hang-ups yeah. thank you and it's just in this movie just you know brings that back into focus it brings you know it's you know, we're also we're always so attack we we become such an attacking society you know we're all we're all on the defensive ready to attack each other and you know it's right. good it's a good reminder to just you know to, to relax and you know everybody's got some kind of problem so just be nice to everybody and you know help each other out <laughs> i don't think that's really the message of this story yeah. but that's where you know that's where i'm going with it <laughs> That's fair. And I, I think what I started to say is if you're a Lady Gaga fan, got to check this movie out. If uh, you're not super interested in Lady Gaga, uh, I'm not sure what would draw you into watching this film, but it's still a worthwhile documentary. Uh, if you're in like if you're interested in like the lives of superstars or how people handle fame, yeah. this is a great example of that. Uh, I do recommend it. Either but way. Black is King wins the threesome. Black is King <laughs> wins the threesome. Safe travels tonight. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Queen Bay's Black is King. Yeah. A, a visual album. It's so beautiful. It is. Uh, we were talking right before the this recording. I think it's fair just to open it up with that. Was uh, does this really match uh, the threesome feel we had? You know, is it a is it a bio, You know, the other two are documentaries, very information yeah. based about two artists' life, and this one is a uh, visual album where it's just you know it's her music that she put forth alongside uh, Lion King. Why, why don't you say your argument for why it's what I was saying was uh right before we started recording i don't know that it was necessarily fair of the other two movies for the other two movies that we included black is king uh i think it has the focus that we were looking for you know uh uh powerhouses female powerhouses in the music industry that was kind of what we were going for so when i first suggested it i guess i didn't know what black is uh, king was to be perfectly Mm -hmm. honest uh, and I, I, I thought it was you know about Beyonce and her her life, and you know I'm sure that, shame that on as a doc yeah that well that was you know that was my bad but then shortly after before we, you know, I I did some research beforehand and I was like oh okay I think it still works, and uh, the reason why I don't think it's fair though is that it, this is so visually stunning. And so it is just so good on so many different levels, but it it is not a documentary. So like, I feel like the other twos are pretty good. I toss in my objection. First off, shame on you for not thinking it was a visual album because I shared this. We have a, we have a Facebook chat, uh, couch potatoes, uh, Uh faceless Leon and I, and a couple of friends. I'm being shamed. Where where I where we post music that we're all appreciative of, you know, whenever we're right. listening to a song or something, we're like, hey, I think the the fam should know this. We'll you know we'll send them that song, and I sent this entire link in that chat because yeah. the, way back in June, I believe, or maybe July, well, that's when I fell in love with this movie. 
I didn't uh, listen to it at that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Public, I public have... shaming. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but my, that my was... objection, though. Sorry. My objection, though, is that this is, in a way, a documentary because it is her way of telling her life, kind of. You know, how she fought back against the industry, same as the other two women we're talking about. Uh, how she rose through, irregardless of the irregardless. I don't think irregardless is an actual word. Regardless yeah. of, yeah, uh, you're right, right? <laughs> is it not? I don't, I don't think it I is. Don't really? No. Yeah. That, I, that, I think people have too. used it, but anyways, yeah, keep on with your point. But like the, you know, it's it's not a tale about her. You know, she's talked. You know, the album yeah. is talking about a prince. It's very Lion King, uh, styled, but at the same time, very. Very are uh, much better in regards to cultural uh, storytelling for uh, uh, mm-hmm. the African culture, but I do think it is very documentary wise because of that. Because she's telling the story, you know, this very traditional, very uh, personal story of you know her ancestors, like where she, you know where. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I get what you're saying. I told you before we recorded. It's not a good argument, but it is. It is in a way documentary styled. She is telling a story of a, of a life. She is like there's definitely like she did so much research for this film. Yeah. For uh, that, for that reason, it is. I would give a little bit of merit to your uh, argument, <laughs> but I mean, it is. It is. It, you know, it's not a documentary. It, it is no, an art not. piece but it's such a beautiful art piece not to say that documentaries can't be art pieces because i have definitely seen them yeah. where they are heightened to that level that i would call them art lady and those are the, the ones i typically enjoy more yes yeah and gaga five foot two is getting kind of close to yeah to that, yeah. that level but uh i I just feel like uh, there was probably some other visual albums that we could have put up with this. It probably still would have won. I can't imagine being more impressed with something else, to be perfectly right. honest. Yeah, like, I think the first thing, like, I don't even want to talk the music first. The first thing I want to talk first with Blackest King is the cinematography. Uh-huh. Because, you know... You know, it's a virtual album again. It's told. You know, there's there's different directors for each song segment and all like all these different little skits. You know, it's not just one long film with the same director all the way through and the same cinematographer all the way through. It's a, it's a collective effort of so many people, and I don't know how, but like every single cinematographer that worked on it was just fucking brilliant. Like it it, yeah. it looks so beautiful. Every yeah. like every minute of this movie or this visual album like again i want to call it a movie it's not a movie it's a visual album yeah i was transposed from the moment that we uh, we turned it on to be perfect right i was i was in it from start to finish i mean there was a couple pauses that we took in between songs uh but Mm -hmm. other than that yeah because it is it is long yeah it is very long yeah Uh, that's i don't think that's my only criticism that yeah, I I I I see why it could be a criticism for some, but mm-hmm. I think that it is so, like you said, every frame is beautiful. 
Like there's yeah, there's not a part of the movie that I would want to leave. <laughs> it's uh, George yeah. Lucas. George Lucas is every shot, every frame <laughs> is a, is its story. It's <laughs> it's true though. It is true though. Here, yes, it really is. I I can't I can't really praise it enough. I I was stunned by uh, the costumes, which oh uh, god, yeah. yeah, she has. That's like the one thing is like Beyonce can have anything she wants. You know, that's how that's how powerful right. she she has become in that regard. You know, she's like in this in this movie, she has every single costume she could possibly want. And she like she they, had I want to know the budget costumes. Oh, my God. I was going to say, I want to know the budget they had just for the costumes because. Yeah. Sixty nine. You said, holy crap. Sixty nine. The perfect number. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna try to pronounce the costume designer's name uh zarina acres um that as soon as i pronounced it didn't seem like it was that hard of a name to pronounce but uh <laughs> uh they her and beyonce that is really wanted to make sure that they uh were bringing in dress from all over the continent and not just all over the continent either like the different cultures that have popped up uh across uh the world from you know the disbursement of black people the uh the diaspora is you know what they call it i think they did such a good job of doing accomplishing their mission and and, yeah. and you know bringing all these elements together from across the continent and you know they're not really cultures that i'm familiar with i i this film does make me want to look more into the different uh traditions and yeah. uh stylings of dress from the continent even even in the urban settings in the um in the the film yeah i i yeah. thought their style was so cool <laughs> I, I i i loved right. it and it inspired me to go out and buy books from the about these cultures you right know, to like yeah. learn more and just just you know because it, it's interesting it you know it, it definitely made me realize it's like shit that's another area that i know nothing about that i am interested in knowing a lot about yeah it's powerful that, in that regard you know it, it brings a lot to you know it's just another part of the another culture that our media this in particular american entertainment has right. kind of just ignored yeah and like even so much so that we in the the western culture refer to it as one culture even though they're, they're it's so diverse mm-hmm and we just but we just do not focus on it in our learnings and we just don't know anything about it and that's very sad because a huge portion of our population their ancestors are from there and a big yeah. part you know a big part of the movie is that the way that black people have been treated in our country is that they they don't they don't get the opportunity to find pride in that culture yeah. because they're, they're, they're taught that you gotta be, you gotta be part of the American culture now. And that's, I mean, yeah. obviously they are a part of the American culture, but yeah, to be fair, uh, in one of our episodes, we did attack our, you know, our education growing up uh, yeah. and 
again, as I said, to be fair, uh, we did my, my school and I think your school too. Well, we talked again a little bit before the recording. We read a book called Things Fall Apart by yes. Chinua Achebe. And that's one of the books I've just recently bought because I was like, I do remember enjoying that a lot in, in yeah, high school. Good. And I was like, I want to return to that. So they, they did they did expand a tiny bit into other cultures. I do remember that that was one of those um, outside of America. You know, we had a, we had an English teacher that was like, I want you guys to, you know, explore outside of the United States to, to read about all the other cultures and stuff like that. And I think I just read something about Alexander the Great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> went, that's what you I went ended up doing. straight to the Western source. Yeah, <laughs> I probably did the same thing. Right. Uh, uh, Greco-Roman was the thing that interested me the most out of ancient right. history, for sure. Same. And I, you know, it's it's starting to flare up again for me where I'm I'm getting that that uh that need to read about you know Roman Empire and you know the right. All, you know all that fun beautiful stuff but getting back to black is king we got we got there from the just the cinematography and the costume design we haven't even talked the music yet the i know entire, the and, entire and, purpose of this visual album to, to deliver new music i agree there is just one thing that i read that i want to mention and okay that it's it is off of the hairstyle like they do a lot of they do a lot of really cool stuff uh, with traditional hairstyles, but Beyonce went to Neil Farina uh, and was like, hey, listen, I'm going to do this movie, and I want you to make this masterpiece with me. That's not a direct quote, uh, but it, <laughs> it's pretty close to what I read in the story. And she already had all these photos of different ideas that she wanted to incorporate, so out of, like it seemed to me from the stuff I was researching is that she had a really big hand in the hairstyles and they were, they were awesome. Yeah. But oh, her and, and uh, Farina did, they did wonderful things. <laughs> it's, it's literally magnificent. Like, yeah. If, if uh, I don't know the qualifications for the you know the Academy Awards, but like, I feel like it's gonna be nominated for something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they consider it a movie, but I feel like I feel like they have to. Man, they really could. I feel like uh honestly, I think that as a whole film, this might have put this might be above Mank, honestly. It was really freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely ranked really high for me uh, yeah. on my list, but it didn't it, I still liked Onwards uh you know that was more of a personal feel, but this was definitely top three. But the music, you know, there's so many songs that stick out. My my only two complaints throughout the entire movie, and they're not actual complaints, they're just uh, you know things I can point out to be mm -hmm. like, here's like two small things that wasn't as pleasing as the rest of it. There's no actual complaint there. I don't mind. Sure. Uh, but it was that length of it. You know, I'm fairly certain I have some form of ADHD. And, you know, halfway through this, even though I was lost in the beauty of it, I was lost in the beauty of it. You know, I was mm -hmm. not paying attention to the music after a while. I was just sitting there looking at the screen being like, you know, drool coming down from my mouth. Just like, wow, this is beautiful. So it's like I just kind of got lost in it and stopped paying attention to the message after a while. And I had to like rewind and be like actually focus on the movie again. And that's just because it's very long. It's all music. 
uh, it was some spoken poetry. But my other complaint was that there are so many cameos of people I love. You know, it's like Childish Gambino, mm. Kendrick Lamar, Jesse Reyes, like all these great cameos. But because they're all just on one album or on one track, they're all just a part of one song. They're only in it for like a minute or so, and then they're gone. That's true. You know, so yeah. it's like so many people I love that pop up. I'm like, oh, I know them. Like, oh, I love this their music, and it's like, oh, there they go. Okay, but moving on I with think, the story. I think though to to bounce back off of that is that her featuring of artists from around the globe. Yeah. In this in this film, was so good like incredible uh, yes incredible so i i think you know there was so many cameos that were on the global scale that we probably didn't even recognize that there probably just wasn't enough time to give these people that you wanted to have more time (laughs) oh Uh, i know that's that's what i'm saying it's not an actual complaint because i understand it i understand it completely and i respect it entirely because again they're just you know they're just featured on songs you know that's just if this was not a visual thing i wouldn't know anything notice anything about right, it you know that'd right, just be yeah. one song that i'd probably listen to over and over again but as a movie you know it's like i see them i'm just like yeah you know i, I hear their voice and i'm just like oh i love their you know i love this voice and then they're gone i'm just like oh okay that's fine we're moving on with the story it's 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 whatever <laughs> uh one last cameo that i i really enjoyed was uh, Lupita Nyong'o's uh, appearance, where she she actually gets to say her own name, like like they like it was. I think I looked away for just a second, and then and then she said her own name, and I looked at the screen. And I'm like, that is Lupita. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I that, that, yeah, that I was one of the mini cameos that flew under my radar. I think uh, that was too bad because she was she was i think in the it's just like kind of in the background of the rest of that song at that point yeah and that was really fun for me uh i think she is i i mean she's definitely one that we got to keep a lookout and uh on oh yeah she's an amazing actor yeah yeah i uh i think the only reason i missed her cameo was because i was dancing during that song like legit (laughs) Because it's it's one of my favorite songs on the whole the whole album. It's got such a great beat, and it you know again all of the songs have good messages. Oh yeah, the movie itself incorporates a lot of quotes from The Lion King because it is fairly similar in story to that. You know, Prince uh, being exiled from his community, coming back to reclaim the throne. Not a news story in any way, but the way they tell it and the way they incorporate so many different cultures and symbols and all this this beautiful imagery right just makes this whole story just feel completely new and just revived and yeah. absolutely wonderful to watch and i'll have to say i have seen that live action uh not live action the the computer animated lion lion king uh, it was live and, action oh no no <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> um anyways that it really trained really all these animals that that movie really just didn't need to happen. I mean, no. it was because they didn't do anything new to it besides the computer animation. <laughs> it, the animation's really good, but I, I, yeah, I had the subtitles on, and I would not have known that the quotes were like Timon and Pumbaa because they're using the new movies Timon right, and Pumbaa. Yeah. And like, if I didn't have the subtitles, I would have been like, 
who the fuck are these people and why are they singing Hakuna Matata? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I have I've seen the movie, but I completely forget everybody yeah. who was in it. Yeah. I remember John uh, Oliver and Beyonce, and that's it. I'm pretty sure was I'm pretty oh, Seth sure Rogen. I can't Seth Rogen. So yeah, Seth Rogen was Pumbaa, but I I the guy he's in all sorts of shit, but I can't remember his name. Um, but he plays Craig on Parks and Rec, and I don't even think you've seen that show, so that does not help. Yeah, I haven't. Um, <laughs> Anywho, this album, this motion picture is the best thing that came out of that Lion King movie. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. Uh, uh, I'm sorry for all the people who worked hard on that movie. I know you did. And it really wasn't bad. It just didn't need. It wasn't needed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I feel like we tangent on a couple of different movies for this, this particular one. Uh, but let That's me ask right. you. If you had to pick one song, what was it? Just if you one. can't do it, you oh, can have man. three. You can have three. If you okay, can't that's good. Okay. Uh, the one I remember the most is Brown Skinned Girl. Uh, so, you know, that's, I feel like that's an easy win of yeah, them. Yeah, that's an easy one. But yeah. at the same time, you know, I really do love Jesse Reyes and Kendrick Lamar. So I feel like if I'm allowed to have three, I feel like they're two songs where they're, they're oh, featured artists. Do you remember would. what titles they were? I don't, that's the thing, is like, I, since I didn't listen to it, like, on YouTube, or, like, since I didn't uh, right. just listen to the album, normally when I listen to music, I'm looking at the titles and the track sure. list, and I'm reading about it while I'm listening to the song, but since I was watching the album, I just don't remember the titles, I just remembered the, you know, the, the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> I See, just remember I... Jesse Reyes' awesome darks, uh, uh, like lightning scene where I can't remember what's going on, but it's kind of oh, haunting yeah. in a way. Yeah. I, uh, I actually listened to it today again while I was doing the research. Um, and so that did help me. Uh, but I don't know that who was featuring in what song <laughs> off the top of my head. So, uh, anyhow, I would say though, for me, if I were to pick three myself, I would probably pick Bigger, which is the one at the beginning, where she's playing like almost a, a goddess character, but like a mother goddess character and anointing this uh, the bebe. Um, <laughs> and uh, that that song, I, I mean, when I, when I listened to it again today, that, that almost got me in, in tears. It's very good. And... Uh, I think Brown Skin Girl is an obvious choice, and it's definitely worth it. And then I really like one of the ones at the end, My Power. That one's really good. Um, nice. I don't know who's featuring at the beginning, off the top of my head. Uh, but there's like this, uh, the the chorus or the hook, whatever. It, I don't know musical terms very well, but they they say. They say power in in a way that you almost can't recognize it, and it's yeah. it's so good. It just gets caught in your head. I love it. Nice. Yeah, it is a wonderfully like, even just as an album, it's a great album. Like if it didn't right. have the visuals and everything, it's some it's certainly something I would just be you know because I like to listen to full albums. That's right. I'm trying to I'm breaking that a little bit this year. I I looked up like a a top 500 songs list, so I'm going through like. I think it's Rolling Stones top 500. Uh, 
So that's that's yeah, that's different for me because normally I just look up albums and just listen to a full album because that's just how All I right. like to how I like to take in music. So this would this would certainly be one that would be just constantly playing in my car or uh, yeah, if I'm I, do, if I'm doing chores at home. I put it on Spotify right away after I watched yeah. it. It was it was so good. Yeah, but add that add add to that the beautiful cinematography. This is just becoming my closing statement, to be honest. Sure. Yeah. Add to that the beautiful cinematography, the you know the numerous uh, cultural references and symbols and stuff that you know just it it sparked in me an interest in it, to go out and read more about it. Probably the only four star movie of twenty twenty. Again, Fuck. still doesn't beat. Yeah. yeah, doesn't doesn't meet beat the emotional ties of onward for me that still means more because of the you know the brotherhood that you know our friendship centers on right, uh, right. not not just you and me but our extended friends and i know that you know some people are going to be confused it's like well how does the four star movie not beat the three star movie like that doesn't make sense well fuck you uh but <laughs> that's that's how it is this is this is honestly the only four star movie i i saw last year in last year you know, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. I'll, I'll catch up on movies from 2020 and find another four-star movie. But That'd be nice. Yeah, this 100% one of the greatest things to come out of last year. I will agree with that wholeheartedly. I think I'm going to give it a face and a half. I know I said when I did that for Mank that I was like, this is going to... This is probably going to be the only one that gets this or something along those lines. It's your prestigious award. I was so impressed. Yeah, I was so impressed by this. Uh, I think everyone should watch it. I don't think, like, I don't think it's my favorite thing in the world. Like, no. I'm not a big, I'm honestly not a big music video fan. I, most Mm. of the time, I don't bother with watching the music videos of my favorite songs. Most yeah, times. they normally they normally don't have this great cinematography like yeah this. <laughs> that's true yeah I'm sure this is probably a little more elevated than your average music video uh, but it was so Disney good money. it was so good um, yeah I I don't know what else to say about it female powerhouse three yeah. song yeah. <laughs> blackest king wins Queen, Queen Bay. Bay all hail Queen Bay may she forever reign. Uh, yeah, so I yeah, I guess that's it, man. We fucking did it. We did we it. We did it. I'm the green traveler from Gorsh with an X. <laughs> and I'm the faceless Leon, a sack of potatoes cuz I ate them all. Safe <laughs> travels and good nights. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you want to learn more information about us, check us out on Facebook. You can also check out the Facebook and Instagram accounts of Fiction Works 19. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, or subscribe wherever you catch the show. Thank you all very much for listening.